Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, So Close. It was official. They were lost. What was supposed to be a short flight had lasted now for almost five hours. The transport plane had been caught up in some bad weather. It was now way off course, flying over the open ocean. None of the eight passengers were surprised when the pilot announced that they were in trouble. The pilot was running out of options. He decided to set down on the first land he saw. Finally, he spotted several islands. What's more, one of them had a nice long grass airstrip, perfect for landing the transport. The pilot breathed a sigh of relief. He did not know where they were, but at least they would make it to solid ground. Perhaps their luck was changing. The pilot lowered landing gear and glided in for an approach. They were getting close to touching down. Suddenly, a fighter dove in front of them, cutting them off. The pilot pulled up hard to avoid a mid-air collision. The women in the back screamed. By the time he had the transport steady again, he had to abort the landing attempt. The pilot looked out the cockpit windows. He could see this fighter buzzing around them. It looked like they were not out of trouble yet. The pilot turned back to the airstrip. He had to get this plane on the ground, otherwise he would be forced to ditch in the ocean. He circled around and lined up for another approach. As they came up on the second approach, the grass strip came closer and closer. Then, bullets shot across the nose of the plane. The fighter was firing on them. The pilot held steady. They were closing in on the grass strip. They were so close. Soon they would be on solid ground and away from this aggressive fighter. Soldiers on the ground were now firing at the fighter. While the pilot was happy for the support, the gunfire did not have any effect on the fighter. He was still hard on their tail. Something exploded. The transport shook. The pilot realized with horror that the fighter had taken out their right engine. Fortunately, they still had enough power. The left engine would be enough to get them to the airfield. More shots. Another explosion. Again, the aircraft shook violently. There was no more left engine. The transport, thanks to the fighter, was now flying without any engines. 
the pilot was out of options. He lowered the aircraft and ditched into the ocean. After impact, the men scrambled to evacuate the plane. They had four life rafts on board. One of them was riddled with bullets and sank instantly. The passengers and crew piled into the remaining three. The soldiers on the ground were now shooting at them. The fighter who had shot them down continued to circle overhead. After about an hour, the shooting was done and the fighter had left. They had been so close to safety. Now they were stranded, and as far as they knew, no one knew where they were. They were left alone to float in the open ocean, wondering if rescue would come and muttering curses against the fighter pilot. The fighter returned the next day, but this time it brought a rescue plane. The rescue plane landed in the sea and brought the transport's passengers and crew on board. They were glad to see the rescue plane, but they were still quite upset at the fighter pilot. That is until they were told what actually happened. The pilot of the fighter had spotted them heading for the grass strip. However, that island was held by the enemy. If they had succeeded in landing, they would have been captured. The fighter pilot had tried to flag them down, radio them, signaled them somehow to not land on the island. But he got no response. As a last resort, he shot down the plane and forced them to ditch into the ocean. After they were told the story, the crew and passengers of that transport considered that pilot the greatest hero of the war, as far as they were concerned. The pilot who had shot them down was not an ordinary pilot. In the Second World War, he first served on the European front, shooting down seven Luftwaffe planes and one Italian plane. After being captured by and escaping from the Italians, he was transferred to the Pacific front, where he shot down a Japanese plane making him one of only four pilots in the war to shoot down planes from each of the Axis powers. Three days after shooting down that Japanese plane, he shot down this transport before it could fall into the hands of the Japanese. For his actions, he received an oak leaf cluster on his distinguished flying cross perhaps the only pilot of the war, to be decorated for shooting down a friendly aircraft, a triple-axis ace named Lewis Edward Kurds. And for this week, that's the word. 
Jean-Pierre and I had the opportunity to go to Tucson and visit the Pima Air and Space Museum, which is one of the world's largest non-government-funded aerospace museums. And while it had tons of aircraft on their property, there was a P-51 that caught our attention. So we're looking at this plane, and, you know, fighters, when the pilot shoots down a aircraft, he'll paint the insignia of the enemy onto his plane. And so you see he shot down a number of Germans. He shot down an Italian plane, and he also shot down a Japanese. And then we also see there's an American flag on there. And so we're thinking, did he shoot down an American plane? Yep, sure enough, he did. It is truly an incredible story. And just, you know, thinking about not only the passengers on that plane, but also what this American was trying to do to make sure that his fellow Americans stayed safe by shooting them in such a way that can get them to ditch into the sea, but without, of course, injuring or killing any one of them. It's very interesting that when he got the award that we mentioned in the story, the Oak Leaf Cluster, the general said, I awarded him an air medal for the job and told him I hoped he wouldn't feel called on to repeat that performance. And that's why there is not a second American flag up there along with the other symbols demonstrating how many planes this aircraft shot down. There's also a story going around the internet that one of the passengers on this plane that he shot down was his future wife. That is not true. However, he did go on a date with one of the nurses who was a passenger on the plane a few days before and found out later from the passenger manifest after they were all back safe and sound. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story so close at thunderrock.org, where you can see pictures of Lewis Kurd's aircraft with the German, Italian, Japanese, and American kills all proudly displayed. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.